Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 307. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. We are based in Southern California, and what that means is we live in... uh, it's like the equivalent of the Sahara Desert out here, but we happen to have a pretty nice ocean. I mean, you could just call it the Mojave Desert. <laughs> yeah, but the Sahara is a bigger deal. Yeah, people know it more. Uh, I feel like Sahara is a, like, if you look in Arizona, that would be like, oh, I feel like I live in the Sahara Desert. They live in the Mojave Desert. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the Sahara Desert? Like Nevada or something? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> a little further. Holy moly. Oh. Uh, wow. All righty. However, uh, We've had some sort of atmospheric river. Is that what they call it, Andy? Yeah, and um, yeah. Funny enough, I think one of the one of the terms is um, pineapple express. Yeah, and every asshole and, with a computer is like, "Oh, why the name it after a weed branch? Yeah. Like, you you should be dead. You're an idiot." Which, of course, the actual movie is named after this thing, and I think it's even referenced in the movie that yeah, he this, says this marijuana is so good because it only grows during this pineapple express thing or something. It's a, it's a Hawaiian air current or something. I don't know. I'm not a fucking weatherman, but yeah, I dabble in meteorology in my <laughs> yeah. spare time. Uh, but basically, what that translates to is, oh, we've gotten rain, uh, rain for you know hours on end, all day, multiple days. Um, I found that the weather apps that I use, and I mostly just go to the Apple, uh, you know, native app, but I also use the Weather app, Weather Channel app. Uh, have no idea what they're doing. They can tell you somewhat, but like one day it rained, Saturday, for instance, it rained nonstop all day. And they're like, yeah, you've gotten about, you know, half an inch in the last six hours. So it's telling me, it's like, go oh, fuck yourself. It's We've gotten at least three inches. Like, just look at a bucket, you fill it up. Yeah. So they don't even know how to do it. They're not, I think they, uh, it's my theory about whether people here being dumb, uh, we don't need them versus like if you're in Minnesota, that's probably the show. Uh, they probably have the weather tools there as well. So Sean, I'm going to give you a really, or a quick little funny story. My, uh, this is a real quote from my grandmother back uh, when she was alive. This would have been, so she passed away in 2017. So this would have been, you know, we'll just call it any time before that. Can't remember the exact date, but I remember she told me straight up that she's like, when I die, I want to come back as a weather person, she said, so I can get up in the morning, go to work, say a bunch of bullshit for a couple hours, and then come home and go back to bed. <laughs> pretty good. And I was like, that was pretty funny because I'm sure it was a similar situation where it's, I've had it before where I've looked at that Apple app where it literally says no rain, 0% chance of rain while it is raining. And yeah. I'm like, wow, that is a, you couldn't even give me 1%. Like you couldn't even like make this like a dumb and dumber quote where it's like, you're telling me there's a chance. It's like, no, you're, you're telling me it's an absolute certainty that it won't be raining while it's raining. And it is a safe bet, usually speaking here, but, you know, if you just stick your head out the window and then update the, the info. Yeah. How, so, uh, how about has, have you guys seen a lot of flooding in your uh, driving routines? I wanted to ask you, because I saw it said the Long Beach Peninsula went, went under. So I don't know if you went our garage was flooded. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I have a buddy of mine that lives in uh, Newport. His garage got flooded as well. Actually, it was it was Goose's garage, the place where Goose lives. 
Yeah, because I mean, where you live is kind of a, a peninsula, and I think it definitely is a peninsula. And you're on yeah, the the garage is the Pacific Ocean <laughs> underwater. Um, <laughs> you know, depending on the tide. So yeah, it was a uh, it was interesting. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are like bitching and complaining, and then the other side of it's like, well, we need it. Um, I probably just say, yeah, I want rain because I like it, but. I imagine most of the water is just getting, you know, shit out into the ocean and wasted uh, versus captured. I think um, we do a good job, though. I, I I was looking into it, like Orange County and well, yeah, LA. Orange County has their shit together. But but like we're and we're getting good snow, so that's will run off eventually. But yeah. um, we're we're no longer in the worst drought conditions. We're just in the second worst drought conditions. So yeah, actually, we did it. I we actually did. noticed that a uh, there. you guys all know what I'm talking about. That big. Uh, area that uh what do you want to call it? reservoir or whatever that's on uh not too far from where we used to live sean on uh yeah the little park reservoir there. yeah that area that fun? it was very yeah. low to the ground you know a month ago two months ago and it is not it's not as full as it was back in like 2017 when we got like really hit with rain but it's it's uh it, it was i drove by it this morning because it's on my way to work and i was like oh damn that's it, it was able to make me do a double take at about 6 15 this morning and being like oh dang that's uh that's a lot more full than I've uh, seen in recent recent times. I would say maybe even a couple of years, two, three years. Well, I think it's the most rain we've gotten in 50 years. Well, I was going to say, so, uh, be, being a landscaper, yeah. being in the landscape industry, I remember last year compared to this year, because, you know, we don't work on rainy days, or I mean, I guess I do now, but I used to not work on rainy days. And it's, I, I think there's already more rainy days right now between the rainy season than there was all of last season. And, I've looked it up before and they say that historically the rainiest month in Southern California is February. So the best still might be yet to come. So as you were talking about that, where you're you're now, you're still having to work. Um, The image in my head was you and Luke playing heads up seven. Oh oh, yeah. Like, like silent speedball four corners. (laughs) I immediately went went to Newman. It's raining. I don't work in the rain. All right. It's raining. We're going to put on a bug's life. (laughs) Fuck yeah. It's like recess. You get like 15 minutes in. You're like, okay. And then lunch, yeah. it's like, you're going to get the other 45 and you're like, and back then, you know, you didn't have iPhones. You didn't know if it was going to fucking rain the next day. Yeah. And you're like, this is, you know, back in 99, it's like, are we going to get to finish this movie tomorrow? I don't know. Stay tuned. Okay. We have to go turn on KTLA five tonight <laughs> to find out if this knucklehead named Johnny Mountain's going to let us know if it's going to rain tomorrow. Well, there is no rain in the next 10 day forecast for uh, Long Beach at least, but hopefully that changes. Uh, it's fun. It's nice to see something different than just, uh, it's so hot. That's all we usually can say. So I'm liking it. All right. Um, let's move on. I did really w- quick want to say, I think we're as a species uh, losing attention and we're really can be seen is on the road um in the last like five days or so a car changed four lanes on the freeway and uh almost ran me off the road because well he can't burn the calorie to turn his neck neck and and see that there's a car there uh so that was obnoxious and then uh leaving costco just yesterday in fact uh holiday i was off uh i was in the far left to go straight lane and a car was in the left turn lane. And he decided, no, my lane goes straight. What are you doing? And honked at me and took over my lane. Um, 
just awful. I also saw an accident. Uh, well, heard it, and then four seconds uh, later, I got close enough to see it. it was a nice uh, rear ender accident uh, at a light. All of this was in the last week, so people are lunatics. Uh, I worry. Yeah, no, it's 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 rough out there. I'm happy I'm not out there driving during the rain. So, because I mean, you know, when there's not rain, people aren't perfect either. So, no. Okay, uh, let's talk about some uh, Hollywood stuff. Uh, Rainbow Six. Yeah, so this is a uh, this is happening. So a couple years ago, uh, there was a Michael B. Jordan movie called Without Remorse, uh, based on oh the yeah, Colin very Clancy good novel, and. Um, I felt like the movie had promise. Well, I don't think it was that good, but it had promise. I liked, uh, I mean, Michael Jordan's a star and it's government conspiracy stuff. And it's, uh, I forgot the character's name, but a uh, big character in the Tom Clancy world. Um, I believe it's the same character that James Earl Jones plays in a hunt for October. So a little different. Um, James Earl Jones, Michael B. Jordan, they're the same thing, right? I think he turned different. 92 today. <laughs> yeah. um, but at the end of that movie, there was like a little teaser of like, doing a new project called Rainbow Six, which is, I mean, that's that's the second novel for this character and was turned into a, a super successful video game series. Uh, but it's now confirmed that, that they will make another one of these um, and it will be a real release. So that first movie, Without Remorse, is on Amazon, but it was actually a, a full movie made by Paramount, but it was during pandemic and they're like, fuck, I don't know, let's just sell it to Amazon, one of those things. Um, but they have confirmed this will come out into movie theaters. It'll have a real budget. Um, it's going to be directed by Chad Stahelski. who's a huge name, the, the creator of the John Wick franchise. The guy's everywhere. He's still doing John Wick movies, but um, it's, a, it's a great name to have behind this. Uh, I think that's going to be uh, weird, though, that the first movie in the series will be on a streaming service that has nothing to do with them. Um, just how that works. But will people be confused? I think they can't They can't have you like, well, you had to go watch the original movie or else you won't understand it. This is, will just have to be its own thing, but yeah, um, <laughs> I'm hoping it's good. You know, government conspiracies, government agents doing shit, special forces. I mean, yeah, I still have the uh, Jack Ryan one to watch. Wasn't as interested in it this time around, but maybe that's because I had salmonella poisoning while I was watching it. Yeah, and I believe um, the the guy from The Wire and a million other things in that Jack Ryan show is the Love same character as well. Um, so. Yeah, why game. change it? He's yeah, good. Different, different game. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, tell us about the Sterling affair update. Is so it Donald saw, Sterling or what? It is. I saw a news story on one of the, the sites I, I look at um, saying, like, oh, some new casting for the Sterling affairs. I'm like, what? what is this again? I forgot that they announced this. Um, an FX series uh, about Donald Sterling and the, and the like, scandal that led him to being no longer part of the Clippers and everything. Um, with Lawrence Fishburne as Doc Rivers, had already been announced. Interesting. Um, but I burst out laughing, like, you know, like, do you ever just laugh at things by yourself by reading something? It's very rare that happens. But I was reading this update of the story about some extra people added to the cast, and I'm reading about halfway this, through the story, and they tell you who's playing who and whatever. And it's like, ex-actor as Glenn Big Baby Davis, and <laughs> I just fucking lost it. <laughs> so uh, he has a big enough role in, in this show to be like, you know, in the top 10 billing or something, and I have no idea. I know Big Baby was on that team, um, but I don't... Knew, I, didn't, was on the I didn't, 
didn't know he was going to be part of this story. Um, you know, think like Chris Paul, that makes sense. Blake Griffin, that makes sense. But uh, and to, to give him the full name, the respect, Glenn Big Baby Davis, uh, just uh, was was awesome. So um, that's great news. This is this is I guess that's about to be filmed. Then if they're if they're filling out the cast, that's usually like a week before they actually start. Ed yeah. O'Neill is playing Donald Sterling. I don't know if yeah. we covered that. Oh, very yeah, good. that's interesting as well. Al um, Bundy, huh? Yeah. Hell yeah. Doesn't like women. Makes sense. You know? Yeah, he'd love to make... Oh, dude, Al... You guys ever give yourself a chance, watch the Al Bundy best insults about yeah. when he worked in, like, you know... And they're good, especially when he's, you know, in his shoe store that was for oversized women. <laughs> Which... <laughs> God, the 90s was a great time for sitcom television. Yeah. It really was. I don't think there was a better era for sitcom television. Sean, do you agree? Add some good stuff on there. Let me say by the bell. Seinfeld. <laughs> Home improvement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Simpsons. I was, was never like a Frasier guy, but people like it. Yeah. Cheers. Know? I was like, I think that was like the late 80s. But it went into, you know, into the 90s a bit, I believe. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, I don't know when this will come out. But the second part that I want to talk about this is um, I was going to talk about it later in what I'm watching, but um, are they ever going to run out of these like based on a true scandal? Absolutely not. I mean, there's, there's so a, a many of them. Scandal a minute, and it's crazy. Just America is so broken. People are terrible. There are so many shows about like a murder. Then it's like, well, this has actually happened. Like a crazy person who was a successful person, it was a murderer too. And They're going to make like, a show about this guy that looks like Dennis Reynolds that killed those ladies up in Idaho. I mean, well, I, I actually was just know about this. I was actually just told about some of that stuff, like what he did to the. The one woman, and I was like, oh, my God. I don't know much of the details, but Andy, does he not look like I Dennis? have not, I've not seen this story. What to, do you mean? No, it was a big story. This guy went Look it up really up. quick, Andy. Look it up. No, basically, I don't know what to look at. it. Idaho, what do you say? Idaho murder. Uh, I think his name is Koberger or something like that. <laughs> Doesn't he look just like Dennis Reynolds? I th- I went to the episode where like a, it looks like season seven Dennis to, to like a, yeah. a what is it a, a child molester moves in and he looks like Dennis Reynolds yeah <laughs> good one and then everyone's telling him he's an asshole and everything pretty good but yeah I, I mean there's no shortage of those kinds of stories out there and yeah people watch those shows when they come out so I mean what did Ryan Murphy do to us it's it's just crazy I mean I yeah. think these they might have existed before but just there's a million of them. And I mean, speaking of murders, uh, only murders in the building. Season three is getting a uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah. I mean, this, it is a good segue. I mean, it's a show about murder podcasts, which became a huge thing as well, which is like basically in the same genre of the murder show. Um, but yeah, Meryl Streep added to the cast. That's a, that's a huge get, you know, she, she's a big deal still. Um, so I yep. think this is, this is the last one, right? They confirmed. I hope so. So um, that makes sense to finish it out with a, a big get here. Um, a bigger get than uh, Amy Schumer for season two, right? Yeah. Um, did that I even wonder, bleed anywhere? Was that just like what? a dumb thing? Bleed anywhere? Did that lead anywhere? Oh. Like, I don't remember no. why she was in it. Like, what was the point? Well, why was like, Sting in it? That was funny. It was like a funny idea that, so like, I guess oh, that a famous was their, person lives in the building. That makes sense. It, that was their happened. goal. It's just a, here's the next famous person, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's what she will. Maybe it'll be actual Mary Street in this. Um, That'd be did, fun, but I feel like she should be more of the Devil Wears Prada lady. Yeah, they didn't. They did not uh, confirm what the cast is, but um, Paul Rudd is the is also in this again. But oh, yeah. is he actually? Because it's 
Uh, spoilers for season two. It is his murder that is yeah. that's going to be investigated. So. Well, there's going to be flashbacks for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'll actually be in it. It's not going to be a corpse or something, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if, they, if they're announcing this, that means they're probably set that to be working too. on yeah. this. Yeah, so probably this summer. There's no date, but I would assume it's this summer again. I imagine they also just set up a couple of cameras and let them go to work. You know, they're two yeah. pros, so three pros now. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Uh, next, uh, they get gave a nice uh, trailer for this during one of the uh, wild card games over the weekend. Uh, maybe it was yesterday. Even it I was don't yesterday because it was part of ESPN. Mandalorian so. season three coming March one. Yeah, which is I think right now Disney is in a little bit of a dead zone. They don't have a, a big show out. I don't think they do at least. No, um, I don't think so, so. This is this is the big one. This is um, all the other Star Wars shows that have have come out. They've not been terrible, but this is this is the big one for them. Oh, yeah. So um, I think they're the trail looks the trail looks fun. It looks like uh, little baby Yoda is uh, getting a little older, so he yeah. can start to use his powers maybe a little bit better. I um, saw Carl Weathers again. He looks like yeah. he's just moving up in life in that show. So it's I'd like to stuff. see him go back into the rainforest and hunt some yeah. aliens. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he did pass. In that movie, so you can't kill him. Yeah, he'll come back in Rocky, uh, or he'll come back in Creed Four too. Yeah, they should do like a a Force Ghost sequence in that movie. Cobb Creed's twin brother. <laughs> yeah, you could do that too. Greed. He fights, he fights Michael B. Jordan. I might be seventy-two years old, but I can still take you. Yeah. Oh, very good. Um. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y for 65% off and pick up one of these dog leashes that works with your dog's current collar or harness. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. I have basically one and a half. Andy. Well, I've got four plus. I said I was going to do my top 10 of the second half. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to do it. 14, huh? Okay. <laughs> well, it's not like I'm going to talk about every single movie. I've, I've talked about these movies before. <laughs> so go back and listen. If you were like, ah, what is his thoughts on, this movie, go back and listen just to every episode. My top ten of the second half would be leading off with uh, <laughs> Simpsons Trios of Horror <laughs> XV3. Um, for me, though, I only, I honestly don't really think I watched anything. I kind of watched something last night that I actually never seen before, which is an old comedy. So I guess I'll just talk about that. Yeah, go ahead. Should I just go? Animal House. <laughs> I'll just go since I'm right here. Yeah. Uh, the Nutty Professor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The original one from the 1960s? Yeah, no, what? There was one from like the 1960s. Oh, no. But I've never yeah. seen it before. And it was pretty funny because it's like also just obviously just the fact that you got Dave Chappelle, like must be the very beginning oh. of his. No, he was, on, he was on Home Improvement in 1991 yeah. or something. That was like his yeah. very first credit, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I don't know. What year was The Nutty Professor? 96, you want to say? Oh, yeah, I, I don't think I've it. seen it either. Yeah, I had I'd never seen it either. I've definitely seen that one. I never saw the second one. I always get Nutty Professor and like Big Mama's House confused, I think, because it's just like, you know, <laughs> kind same, of the same thing. thing. Yeah. But it was it was pretty funny. I mean, you got it's kind of funny to think like, you know, he does a good job, you know, well, being although 
one can't help but wonder if these movies never existed, would we not have Tyler Perry? Because no, it's good possibly. I would go back Terminator style for that kind of a thing. <laughs> I was going to go back in time and say, isn't this movie just a ripoff of Stefan from Family Matters? It's basically the same idea. I don't know this, this segment. I, I don't story. know this segment either. The story. And Family Matters. You watched it, Tony. So, oh, in Nutty Professor, he's a big oh. fat guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm he, saying he about takes the like a, he makes a formula oh. or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and makes him into a cool guy. Oh, just like, that's just yeah, Stephon. it is Stefan. Does he go into a porter potty to do it? <laughs> no, he takes no, like a good. Does it like the school? He kind of does it wherever. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm like, but I guess this was actually a remake of like a 1960s movie or something. Um, so I guess maybe Stefan ripped the 1960s movie off. But it all goes back to Urkel, you know? What's the movie where he talks to animals? Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. No, I, that's a good one, too. That's awesome. I, I haven't yeah. seen any of these movies. I've seen Doctor Who. Norm Macdonald was the. Uh, I was the watching dog in Beverly that. Hills Cop. Yeah, which one? All of them. Yeah, <laughs> number four in the future. Yeah, I, I saw that S- when I was coming. eleven. Yeah, Eddie Murphy won the Golden Globe for like career achievement or something. So, I Spy was a good one too. Yeah, well, continue, almost... Tony. I know. I mean, that was pretty much it. I mean, I oh. it was some good laughs, just some old comedy. Isn't Janet Jackson in it? I don't know, but the chick is. I'll, I'll see who the girl Jada is. Jada Pinkett She's, Smith. Yeah, that's okay. that is it. Yeah, that's a different person. That's hilarious because um, at the Golden Globes, Eddie Murphy's speech said, "Like, here's the things I've learned in Hollywood." And he said, "Like, pay your taxes." And at the end, he said, "Keep Will Smith's wife out of your damn mouth." <laughs> yeah, well, which it's funny because they so, yeah, so, okay, so I didn't they, know they worked together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I, she, um, she's very attractive in that movie too. That's in the like, obviously, you know, 15, 20 years ago. But yeah, I, I couldn't figure out who she was. But no, that's definitely her. I almost, I mean, at first, my first thought was like, oh, is that Vivica A. Fox? But then I knew it wasn't like pretty quickly. You went to number two. Okay. That's where she's in. Yeah. So Jan yeah. Jackson's in the second one, which I've never seen this one. Yeah. Because no. I think it had like a one percent or something. I'm sure it does. I, I mean, twenty twenty seven. I can look at the first one. I would guess the first one's under like forty percent. It's got Larry Miller in it. 64. So, oh, yeah. okay. It won the Academy Award for Best Makeup. So, hey, I mean, I mean, yeah, he did have to do all this shit, right? Very good. All right. All right, uh, Andy, do you want to do uh, a couple? Uh, how are you going to do this? Um. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't have any theme. They're all kind of scattered. Uh, the first one I'm going to do is one I forgot from last week, but... Um, it's a documentary on HBO called This Place Rules. Um, I watched it like probably almost two weeks ago. Um, it is uh, a guy who does like a YouTube channel um, who goes and films like weird rallies and stuff. It's like a collection of the, the stuff he filmed at different rallies that happened between uh, the 2020 election and January 6th. So a lot of the like crazy people like different stuff celebrating and then stuff of like people getting in fights and weird DC rallies and all this kind of stuff. And it's all during the pandemic and people are, some people are wearing masks and it's like, it's all kind of crazy. Um, I had heard good, good things about it and I checked it out. Um, I think the footage that he gets is pretty crazy because he doesn't, um, he doesn't insert himself into it. He doesn't respond. He's, it, he just puts a microphone out there and lets people talk. Um, which is kind of like probably the best way to do it because that's the most interesting thing. 
Um, but I thought the the big weakness of the documentary is he tries to like tell a story through it, and he does like talk to the camera bits um, in between, which are probably like filmed pretty recently. Um, and I thought that was the worst part of it because he's trying to like create a narrative about it when it's just like no, just let the let the footage uh, speak for itself. Because um, I'm like I don't know I don't know if I buy his his take on it. I don't know. I mean, and the guy he, he's a kid. He's like 25 years old. who did this. And it's like I don't know if I want to listen to his whole thing um but what is most interesting about this story and maybe you know this part of it but a few days after this movie came out on hbo um a flood of accusations came in on this kid saying this kid is creepy um not necessarily raping but he is like sexually assaulting people he's touching them he's making aggressive moves he goes to he goes to bars and tries to pick up like younger women which i mean i guess he's young himself but um does just kind of all kinds of weird shady shit. Like the, the first accusation was like, he basically told this girl he knew like, Hey, I got kicked out of my van that I'm touring on my, making my movie for, I just need a place to stay. And then like, then he's like, oh, I need to sleep in your bed. Cause the couch is uncomfortable. And then once they're in the bed, he starts making moves and eventually, you know, wears someone down and stuff. And it's just like, uh, pretty crazy that this, this 25 year old, the YouTube channel, gets an HBO documentary uh, produced by Jonah Hill um, and it basically causes his life to end. <laughs> it is, it's pretty fascinating how that, that all worked out that it's like, if he had just done nothing flown on the radar, no one would have came out and have accused him of all this kind of shit. And he could have continued to just do his YouTube channel or whatever. But um, yeah, pretty interesting story. Um, like all the people um, that he made the movie with all the producers, like, now denounced him immediately. Um, and like he did like, he's like, he had to go to like a mental hospital or something because it's like, he knew his life is ruined. So, um, yeah, crazy story. <laughs> I don't know if you saw any about that. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that the documentary is still interesting. Um, and I don't think HBO hasn't like pulled it or anything. Um, because this guy's not going to face any legal consequences. Um, it's just like, He's never going to get an HBO documentary again, most likely. So. I don't know. All, All right. right. I'll do a... Do another? Yeah. So it's um, a TV show that I mentioned when I first started watching it, now that I've finished it. Uh, Welcome to Chippendales. This is what I was talking about with the true crime type of shows. Um, it's amazing how many of these stories existed. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know about it, but it's just like... Hey, this is all real. This is what really happened. And it's like, how are people this crazy? But um, it's a story of a uh, Indian immigrant who wants to start a business in America and it fails. And then he pivots to making Chippendales, the male strip uh, show that um, is still around today. Um, but the guy basically had no uh, business running a business or <laughs> didn't, didn't know what he's doing and made kind of crazy decisions. And then, it all goes bad. And I like that kind of stuff. I like the story of like early success, but a person doesn't know how to handle it and everything falls apart. Um, it's great, great stuff. So uh, I, I definitely enjoyed this show. I think um, it kind of fell apart quick. Like it's eight episodes and it's like the downfall didn't really start till episode seven, I would say. Um, so it was like kind of a, a quick descent. Um, but yeah, interesting. I, I liked it. I like the, I like uh, Kumail Nanjiani as the uh, the guy, and it's it is real. The, the, everything that happened in the show is is the the true story. So, um, 
don't want to spoil it, but uh, pretty good. But um, yeah, I'm just shocked that just like, how did all this like murder happened like so much? People just love murdering each other over dumb, the dumbest shit. Yeah, uh, that's the heat of the moment. Yeah, it happens. I mean, this was not heat of the moment. <laughs> it was like well thought out and planned and everything. And just like fuck. All right, not worth it. No, definitely not. <clears throat> um. All right, you want to do one then? Well, what do you have left? So you have your ten still, right? Yeah, so I've got another show that you didn't watch, and I have the HBO series The Last of Us. So I don't know if you checked that out. Do those two, and then I'll do my one and a half, and then you do your ten. Okay, so um, uh, Willow on Disney+, Plus. this this ended this week. I Uh, can't help but laugh every time I see that when I'm walking through the park uh, on the wall. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know. Um... Willow, very uneven series. I did like the first two episodes. I think I mentioned that when I first started watching it. Then it's a real soft middle, and I'm like, I don't know what this is doing. Um, one of the weird things is that it has, like, it's a, it's a fantasy show. Um, it has pop music in it, though, which is like, you could pull that off, except that there's an original movie from the 80s that is very sincere and would not have pop music in it. Um, Got to get the kids on board. Yeah. And it was just like a strange choice. Like the first few episodes had pop music during the credits. And I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. But then it started being in the actual episodes. And it was off-putting and, and weird. I think just kind of like a, a microcosm of why this show wasn't working. Um, but I think the last three episodes are, are very good. Um, especially episode six uh, with Christian Slater. It was nice to see Ooh. him. Was a, Is he know. still gleaming the cube? He was not, but he did. Oh. He did fight trolls and stuff. Um, but I, yeah, I liked. I liked the last three episodes. Very, very bold ending where they um, it like pulls out to like a storybook. Like this is a story, and the guy puts it on the shelf, and it's like Willow Volume One next to Volume Two and Volume Three. And they're basically saying like, "Yeah, we're doing three seasons of this shit." And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, maybe Disney's going to pay for it. I don't know. No. I don't think this is a huge hit for them. Um, but we'll see. I mean, right. I just like seeing Willow. I like seeing uh, Warwick Davis there. Um, he doesn't do a whole lot, but he's uh, you know, he's a big figure in movies. Or, Are you being ironic? No, but I mean, I think he he's bigger bigger uh, icon than he is person. <laughs> Tony, if you didn't know, this guy's about the size of two shoeboxes stacked on top of one another. <laughs> One of the probably most famous little people actors there's ever been. So. Well, I think the most famous ones were the lollipop. lollipop yeah. well, they all died. I, well, for a while, though, they weren't all dead. Yeah. I know there was like a thing. Well, when they filmed the movie. I know there was a thing like even like a while back where they were like saying that the only people left from the Wizard of Oz were like a couple of the midgets. Yeah. Is that a thing? Like, I know they say a lot of like tall people die soon. Like, will little people live like a long time? I don't, I don't think know. so. Yeah, I don't know. I think you want to land in the middle on the scale. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Too extreme either way is probably not good. Yeah. No, you're, you're I mean, Virtuar didn't live. He died. Who's? Oh, the mini me. Mini me. Yeah, it's yeah. a bummer. But the wee man's still alive, right? Yeah. yeah but he's still. a tall midget. Yeah, there's different types of sizes. I mean, um, Dinklage is like. Oh yeah. He's in the fours, I think. He, he's still yeah, he'll be. Yeah, yeah, he'll be out around a while. He, I think he is the most famous person now. Oh, yeah. He was great in uh, the Elf. In the Elf? Yeah. Or in Elf. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, call me. Why does it call me? What is it? Call called? me off one more time. No, that's right. Call me off the the name of the movie. <laughs> that's a great scene. That's before he actually though was who he is. Yeah, today. he would not do that this anymore. That role ever again. Yeah. No, he's too famous now. Now he drinks and knows things. Yeah. Well, Andy, did you have one more, or was that it? Yeah. So the last one, um, The Last of Us on HBO. This is their big new show. Yeah, they were really trying to get people to watch um, that. You didn't. You didn't check it out. No. So um, this is—it's based on a video game series that that is—it's one of my favorites. It's incredible, just a great storytelling. Like that's why this has got turned into a show because it's like, wow, this is—you know—most video game stories are are nothing. It's just army guys fighting shit or aliens and shit and shit. But this is like really good. Like the the opening of the the game is is just so amazing, and um, this series recreated that opening um, almost like shot for shot. It was pretty incredible re- recreation. Um, so yeah, the first episode came out and it is a long one. It's like an hour and a half. Cause it's really like two episodes in one. Um, I think cause they didn't want to leave you with just, just the prologue there. Um, but I'm really looking forward to how this goes because it, you can see the budget. Like it's just like, this is, this is great. It is a, um, post-apocalyptic thing. It is, um, a fungal infection that like takes you over. So like people become zombies. They're actually infected by, fungus and try to kill other people and affect them um and it ends up taking place years after the fact where like basically civilization has fallen um and it is a uh, pedro pascal of the of the mandalorian biggest actor um, in the world yeah sim- similar idea where he has to um escort a younger person to somewhere else and he is a reluctant father figure in this case so it's this like children of men it is uh, i mean it's very influenced by children of men very influenced by the road um, other zombie type stuff. It is, um, yeah, it's very, it's very bleak, but, um, I'm looking forward to how the season plays out. I've heard that. It's also I've, kind of a uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. That's, that's right what there. I was alluding to. It's, it's, it is Pedro Pascal taking care of a, a young thing. Does he wear a helmet the whole show? No, that's actually kind of controversial is in the game. Um, the infection can spread airborne. And so people wear gas masks in certain areas. And the show changed it because they didn't want to have the actors wear gas masks during it. Yeah. Um, so, which makes sense. Um, so uh, he's probably like, no, I'm not going to another fucking helmet. People need to see this, see this face. Um, yeah. I, I think it's worth checking out. I think it's only eight episodes. Um, Are they an hour a pop? Well, this one, this one was like an hour 30. It was pretty long. Oh, wow. But, um, it is, it is um, Craig Mazin who did uh, Chernobyl. So this oh, is okay. his next project for HBO. So, um, I was a big fan of that. Yeah, I think this is this is probably their 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 big show of this at least this half of the year, um, or at least until Succession, I guess. So, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, I watched a movie and I continued and caught up on a show. I'll do the show first, just because it'll be quick. Nineteen twenty three. The first four episodes are out. Paramount Plus. Absolutely phenomenal. It really picks up and uh, it, it gets excited. Um, you have uh, B- uh, Braun or whatever the guy's name was from Game of Thrones, Cousin uh, Ruckus. And uh, yeah, it comes back on February 5th. So it's taken a little bit of a hiatus, but. Oh, that's interesting. Settle down. Was that? That's not even post Super Bowl. You would think they do like maybe post Super Bowl or something. He transcends Super Bowl. Because it's that break. Yeah. 
Also, Sean, would I need to see any other of those no. yellow stuff? Okay, perfect. Not at all. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt, but you don't have to. So this yeah, is 50 like 100, years. 100 years, right? 50 years since the first show, 1883. And then, you know, obviously the next show is current day Yellowstone. So it's been 100 years. Um, it does help to look up a family tree. And I'm still kind of confused, honestly, but... Um, it's very good. The twenties, things are difficult. You know, it, it's not like 1800s where everything's trying to kill you, but there's still a lot of stuff trying to kill you. And they, they get into, you know, modern inventions, inventions from yeah. the time, uh, refrigerators, electricity, all that kind of stuff. Uh, how like you have to go to town for, you know, to see a lamp kind of a thing. And uh, no, it's fun. I mean, like I said, I've only done four episodes, but definitely worth uh, watching if you like Yellowstone, or if you like shows from that take place in the twenties um, that aren't in New York City or LA, yeah, just... I, th- I think that's a incredible like setting of it's like the clash between the old west and yeah. the new world. There's cars coming into town on horseback, and there's you know a couple of car buggies on either side yeah. of the street. It's it's very interesting. I think the the new Scorsese movie is the same time period like Oklahoma, so I think it's dig that. Yeah, interesting. Is it, um, and, do you know if that's is this a one season thing or is that going to be uh, multiple? According to what I've read, uh, Hel- Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford are on board to do more episodes. Okay, so they're not going to do like the next one is going to be nineteen fifty two or whatever. I don't do, even know. Like, would that even be that in, in enticing to see? You know, if it is fifty years later, it should be you know in the seventies. It's like that probably would yeah. suck. <laughs> <laughs> just like Jimmy Carter or something. I don't even know when, you know, it's, I don't know. It just seems like that'd be so uneventful, but I mean, obviously they could make any era good, but they're already working on another spinoff of, I think 1883 time zone timeline. And uh, Cole Hauser will be in that one as a different person. Obviously be very weird. If he was Cole Hauser uh, as rip in, uh, in, you know, a couple hundred years ago. Well, I think you uh, get away with that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm liking it so far, and uh, I mean Harrison Ford and like, Helen Mirren are are killing it. Remember, um, you remember Mad Dog Tannen was still played by Biff's actor. You know, you just do that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's like his great 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 <laughs> yeah. grandfather. Um. So yeah, check that out. Um. One thing that does cross over. And it's very minor, but it's it's still narrab- narrated briefly by um, Elsa Dutton, who is the daughter in the first uh, season of uh, 1883, who dies. Spoilers. Uh, but uh, we're talking a couple of lines, maybe a, an episode. So, yeah, don't need to watch all of them to understand it. Uh, the other thing I watched, and Andy, I remember you, you uh, gave a review of this when it was in theaters, probably, but Rafe... Fines, I believe is how you say his name, is Chef as The Menu. Um, interesting, a little different than I anticipated going into it. Um, I have issues. Uh, his whole thing was like, you guys are disappointed with your lives and you don't like what you've become, so you're not even putting up a fight for me to kill you. I think they would have still put up a fight. If, yeah, I, I think that was. I think it was more like you guys are so 
conditioned to paying other people to do stuff for you that you don't even know how to do anything for yourself anymore. But, but yeah, uh, no, I mean, the little, uh, the little guys from the startup or whatever, yeah, their whole thing is like doing Coke and going to the gym. I yeah, think they, they definitely would have been to tough guys. And, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I believe one of them did and they like beat him up. But still, but, yeah. um, the other thing I took away from that is whenever we do get a movie with, uh, you know, about Robin Williams, it's going to be played by him. He sounds just like him. Ray Fiennes. <laughs> Doesn't he sound like Robin Williams? Oh, yeah, I can see that voice. Yeah. Like, a could he do that? Could he, he's doing the normal talking voice. He couldn't he's do an it actor, Andy. He could do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, well acted, well done uh, on that side. Um, Nicholas Holt was uh, a good, just like weirdo who's obsessed with this guy. Um, it's fine. I mean, it's a quick uh, watch hour. Not that quick, actually. Hour 47 uh, on HBO Max. And um, yeah, I don't want to give up, uh, give away a whole lot. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things, too, where like, yeah, food is becoming like so hip and trendy. So they work on that angle, too. Yeah. That's it. All right. So we want to close with my uh, my list I made here. Andy's mega list. Yeah. So so way back when I did the top 10 of the first half. Uh, so go find that episode. I don't know when it was. July or something. Uh, but now I'm going to do the top 10 of the second half. Um, so these are movies that came out July 1st to the end of the year. Um, and I think eventually I'll have to put together what the actual top 10 is. I wonder if it, I wonder if it works out perfectly 5 and 5. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, let's, 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 let's go here. Uh, number ten is uh, Steven Spielberg's *The Fablemans*, which uh, oh. I mean, it could win Best Picture. It's not my Best Picture, but it is still yeah. still very good. Uh, number nine, *Bodies, Bodies, Bodies*. This is a A twenty four horror comedy that I, I enjoyed very much. Uh, Pete Davidson's in it, so people are like, "Oh, fuck that guy," but you know, that's fine. Um, I thought it was really clever and fun. Uh, number eight is *Prey* on. Uh, on Hulu right now, this is the new Predator movie in 1700s. Uh, Native Americans, French Pretty fur good. trappers. A um, whole lot of fun. Uh, this is great. Um, I wish um, it was a huge movie theater movie. I made $500 million, but, you know, just know how it worked out. Uh, number seven is uh, Jordan Peele's Nope. Um, really fun alien mystery movie. Um you know, not not perfect, but I think the second hour of this movie was like some of the best uh, stuff I saw this year. Uh, number six, I have uh, the whale, um, the big Brendan Fraser oh. comeback here. Um, I really thought it was a compelling movie. I still think about it. I think you know he's definitely great, but like everyone around him was great. Uh, number five, I have Barbarian, the uh, horror movie that throws everyone. For a loop here with how it goes, just really creative and um, big comeback for Justin Long in this movie. Yeah, a great role for him. Great to see him. Um, I think it's on HBO right now if you want to check it out. Uh, the Woman King, number four. This is a movie probably people aren't talking too much about. I think it was it was an incredible like action movie um, starring Viola Davis about a group of um, African warriors, an all female group of warriors that. Um, you know, protect the king and everything, and uh, just really cool, fun stuff. You know, 
love sword combat. Um, this movie wasn't a huge hit, but it wasn't like a flop either. Um, it did great reviews, but I don't know if it'll be like nominated for Oscars or anything, but uh, we'll see. But uh, it's definitely worth seeing. And I don't think it's just anywhere to stream for free. I think it, I think it'll be on Netflix eventually because I think it's a Sony movie. I think it's how that works, but um, it's worth checking out if you ever come across it. Uh, number three, Armageddon Time. Um, this is a movie about a, a young Jewish kid in Queens, New York, 1980, and uh, his friendship um, with a, a young black kid. And just, um, I thought this was just incredible. Like just really, and really sad and really, you know, just real. Uh, Jeremy Strong and Anne Hathaway as, as the parents, kind of like a uh, fun and just great. Like those are two people that are just probably psychos about acting. Like you've heard their stories. Um, oh, yeah. And I think they do a really great job in this. Uh, number two of the Banshees of Inishirin. Um, Colin Farrell is one of the favorites for best actor. Um, just what a, what a nice career. I mean, he started, started out hot, kind of went away, but he's really come back the last 10 years. Just a lot of interesting roles. And um, yeah, this is just a great, great movie about friendship and about not friendship and just an amazing setting and just, 1900s Ireland. Um, yeah, I think this did come out on HBO. So um, this is definitely one of the one of the favorites or best picture as well. Um, I think it's a good chance of winning. Um, and number one, I have Tar. Uh, this is the, the movie about a, a fictional composer and um, you know how she um, acts and behaves in the world and how um, you know super talented people maybe aren't always the best people. Um, I thought this was just an incredible. Incredibly written character, um, very complex, very interesting. And Kate Blanchett is like almost 100% going to win the Oscar for this performance. It's just like she's just so great. And I, I just thought this was just a lot of fun. Very, It, it could be very dark and very interesting, but also fun. And I thought uh, just great. So that's my number one of the, of the second yeah, half. So was, Avatar didn't make the list. It did not. Can I ask a question? Okay. How... Where was how close was Terrifier two to this? It's list? definitely in the honorable mention. Okay, I was I was good. considering it up there. Very good. Um, There's a few others that I were like four star movies. Because I, like, I mean, it, Terrifier two uh, did did exactly what it was trying to do. You know, and you know what's funny is though, and I know we mentioned it when we watched it. It was it like above eighty percent, I believe, on like Rotten Tomatoes. It had like yeah. a really good score, which was yeah for a two and a half hour horror movie. That's impressive. Yeah, I think it would be lower if they made every critic watch it. Just like the random yeah. guy who didn't care about horror movies would be like, oh my god, no. But yeah, I also watch a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, anything that's in my top top ten of even a half year is, is a lot. I think I I think I've watched almost a hundred twenty twenty two releases. So that tells you something. Yeah, no, I believe it. <laughs> I can definitely vouch for yeah. that. And I've only watched one in twenty twenty three. Isn't that sad? Are you, Sean, are you disappointed I have not watched Gerard Butler's plane yet? I almost saw that, but the theater was full. Yeah. I think I'll have to see it this week, but that is like a movie made for us. Just like, it's supposed to be great. Convicts on a plane, Gerard Butler. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, I'll watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, no, that is it. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 307 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thanks for listening. Tell a friend.
We'll see you later.